If you're hanging out on the north side of Houston, you've got to check out the Farm Drinkery. It's an awesome dive bar located in spring off of Champions Forest in Luetta. They've got 22 beers on tap, which you know what that means. They are representing the H-Town beer scene. But that's not all. They got great food too. My personal recommendation is to try out the world-famous wings. But the only thing better than an awesome new dive bar is a beer and food discount. You heard it. Bearing Ain't Easy podcast listeners can go in and give the code BEERNERD20 for 20% off your bill. That's BEERNERD20 for 20% off. Come for the great atmosphere and stay for the free high fives. God damn, I need IPA. This is Bearing Ain't Easy, your podcast for beer humor, dad humor, and beer tastings from Texas and beyond. So crack one if you got one and turn it up. Welcome to Bearing Ain't Easy, Season 2, Episode 20. I'm back, bitches. Man, this is a Adam, Ryan, Andrew spectacular episode today. And what better way to spend it is to celebrate arguably the most underrated uh, holiday in all of the United States, and that's Father's Day. Some would say the most important holiday in all of holidays. So the Beer and Easy podcast started as just me and Adam just shooting the shit, talking dad stuff. And so from time to time, we got to bring it back to our roots uh, while drinking beer, of course. Pouring out. Yeah, speaking of drinking beers, what are what are we drinking and why, Drew? So today we don't have a common theme. Uh, we're all drinking something different. I chose my beer. I'll go first. Um, got a beer shipment from Halftime Beverage from Transmitter Brewing, and this is out of New York, New York, New York, and it is a can condition rice saison ale with notes of spice melon and pear. So I chose this, not because I've ever had this beer before, but uh, I tried to pick a beer style that my dad likes to drink now, and he's into some Saisons. Although, every time I've bought my dad a Saison, I always buy one that's too funky for him. So you have to find a really mellow Saison. Ryan, you like those funky Saisons though, right? Oh, love them. I mean, I'm, I'm on the record as saying it's, it's Saison season, so I'm all in on that. 2022 is a summer of Saisons. You can't go wrong with a good saison in the summer. Yeah, you really can't. What uh, what are you drinking over there, Adam? I am drinking none other than Ennio Pills. It's an Italian style Pilsner by New Magnolia Brewing Company in HDX. Did you choose this uh, beer because your dad's Italian? <laughs> My dad's heritage is to be determined. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for my test results back <laughs> to figure out if you're his son. <laughs> what's what's that thing called where you, you you put a little DNA test and they send you and tell you what your what your ancestry is? Is that like 21 and something? What what is that called? 23 and me. 23 and me. There you go. They have a what is it? Genealogy test? I think yeah. they call it. <laughs> So, Ryan, close this out, man. What you drinking? I am drinking a Rev Coffee Stout from Parrish. It's a coffee stout. My uh, my dad is all dark beers all the time, and he has his own special recipe for coffee, so this, this felt appropriate. Speaking of dad beer styles here, so question for y'all. 
what I mean, Ryan kind of said what his dad's beer preferences are, but what are y'all's dad's beer preferences and have they been impacted at all by the craft beer wave? And most importantly, have they been impacted by the Beer and Easy podcast? So I have a clarifying question first. Are we talking about what beers our dads like or what beers we like as a dad? Our dads. And has our podcast influenced their beer choices? (laughs) (laughs) I think our podcast has influenced all of America's beer choices. But uh, focusing on my dad's beer choices first, he is actually a a lighter beer fan, not like a, like a Bud Light, but he, he's not a big fan of like dark, heavy beers and IPA. So he's more of a Pilsner, an Amber, a Saison, a Blonde. That's, that's pretty much his, his go-to beers. Have you gotten him to branch out a little bit uh, with the podcast? I have tried very, very hard to shove some IPAs down his throat, some stouts, all sorts of dark beers, and he he will not break. Just holding firm to his roots like a true dad would, right? Yep. Uninfluenceable. And Ryan, I've met your dad, and I feel like he's been drinking craft beer before you were born, but like, what's what's the story there? So in high school and, and college, they, they had a, a routine where they'd go out to dinner on Friday night to the same spot, and he'd always get a Moosterol, the brown ale by uh, Big Sky Brewing. Um, so that was always his go-to. And then he's progressively, he went kind of off the deep end and now it's like his house is like, he's like a squirrel. He's like tucking away barrel aged beers all over his house. You go into like the laundry room and check a cabinet and there's just like random bourbon County stouts in there and stuff. He started to actually branch out. Like one of his regulars at the brewery, um, is from Wisconsin and brings uh brewing project beers and they make all the smoothie smoothie sours. And he, he really likes those. So he's actually, branching out in a big way. I, I wish I could say it's it's our podcast that did it, but obviously uh running a brewery and having all these different styles all the time is going to is going to do a little bit. So I'll say it's 50/50. How about that? I think it's more of a 75/25. <laughs> we're we're kind of glass half full kind of guys. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, my dad like I think I've said it on the podcast before, but like growing up, I just remember him drinking like Budweiser, like Bud Heavy. And like the Budweiser chalice glass. And like, that's what I remember. But, you know, when craft beer started getting more popular, he was branching out a little bit. And then I like to think of it as, you know, 100% beer and an easy influence. But I've gotten him to drink some some weird beers. And some of them, he straight up won't ever enjoy a fruited sour. Um, probably because no, no grown man should be drinking fruited sour. <laughs> no dad should be drinking that, let's be honest. But uh, he is really into bourbon barrel aged stouts. Like when I had like prairie, like a prairie bomb type of stouts, like, oh, uh, bourbon, was it bourbon paradise that prairie makes? Like he was really into that one. And then he's, he's really into DuPont Saison right now. That was what I was going to go pick up. So uh, he'll definitely branch out and do tastings with me. But uh, like I said, I always bring too funky of a Saison for his taste buds. So is he a bourbon fan? That's the question. Yeah, he'll drink bourbon. Makes sense. All comes together. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like one of those things, like the older you get, the more intense all the flavors kind of have to start getting. I feel like that's like a gateway, like just goes straight into the the barrel-aged stuff and the stronger bourbons and like scotch and stuff like that. Are you saying it's because the taste buds start to go out at that age? (laughs) 
I didn't say it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Drew, why don't you tell us? They haven't. They haven't skipped a beat. <laughs> do you, Do you guys remember like your first like experience about like learning that your parents liked like nicer stuff than you realized was out there? How so? So I'll I'll tell this story. So the first time that. Cause like when we were in like high school and stuff, all we knew about was like the domestics. That was like it. Right. So the first time my, my dad caught us drinking is we were drinking in our backyard and my, my buddy had brought a cooler in the trunk of his car from his, it was leftover alcohol from his sister's wedding. And so he kept hearing the trunk slam, like, you know, constantly. So he comes to the back of our house. Our house was built in a hill. So he was on the second floor looking down at us and he called my brother and I inside and was like, I assume you you kids are drinking out there. If any one of your friends drives, you'll never have friends over here again. And then we're like, okay, we understand. And then he's like, what kind of beer is it? Or like, what, what are you guys drinking? And so we like told him and he's like, if you guys were going to start drinking alcohol, at least you could drink something besides shitty beer. And we're like, what? <laughs> so that was my first memory of being like, there's other beer besides just like this stuff. Did he give you the good shit? That's the question. He, he, he did not. That, that, that was a bridge too far, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have a comparable story to that. No. I guess I, I do foreshadowing I do like to talked about your foreshadowing to my brother down. and my dad starting a brewery. Yeah, your dad your dad's running a brewery, so like I, I don't know that we can uh, we're we're out of that league right right there. I think the first time my parents caught me drinking, they were not as pleasantly surprised as your dad. So Ryan, I didn't have a, a moment where I realized my dad was had all the good stuff, but I think my parents did a great job of of hiding that they liked alcohol and and just I didn't see them drink a lot. But I think they did it when we went to sleep and so it's like right when I went to college, like I realized my parents liked to drink more and like my freshman year of college, like my dad came to visit and we were watching one of the away football games. And he's like, why don't we take a tequila shot every time A&M scores a touchdown? I was like, who is this guy? And why have I not hung out with him before? <laughs> so I assume you didn't take any tequila shots? <laughs> oh, damn, I set myself up good for that. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, uh, yeah, there weren't a lot of shots taken. <laughs> I always, I remember, so I, I was fascinated by how little my parents drank in, when I was younger. I remember like me and my older sister, we drank all their alcohol and like refilled it with water so that they wouldn't do it. And then like, I don't know, like my later years of college, I came back and like me and my uncle were drinking and like we finished all the beer. So like we went into their liquor cabinet and like we were getting ready to like pour some drinks and then we poured a drink and it was like <laughs> their old shitty watered down liquor. We were like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's like, damn it. Damn it, 18 year old Adam. <laughs> How many years passed was that? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> That's hilarious. Our like freshman year of college, we brought home a handle of Captain Morgan and my parents caught it like almost immediately took it from us at the beginning of the summer and like put it on the counter. We poured out like half of it and refilled it with water and like Coke to like try to give it the same color. And so we're like, all right, we salvaged half of it. And at the end of the summer, they gave it back to us and we basically had a ruined half of a handle of Captain <laughs> The real question is though, did you drink the remainder? 
<laughs> I think we tossed it. <laughs> you were a different college student than me. I would have drank that. Bitch. That's true. Actually, except a double. Yeah, now that you say that, it wouldn't surprise me if we would have like drank it. But knowing Ryan, okay. he probably put it like in a little mini distillation kit, and he like fucking distilled, distilled out the water. His, off yeah, distilled the water and the captain, <laughs> and re-added some fresh captain. Yeah. <laughs> So both both of you guys kind of mentioned, and, and my, my parents were the same way. Like I said, my dad, they, he had his moose roll on Friday nights, and that was it. And it sounds like your parents didn't drink a whole lot in front of you either. Do you think it's become more, like, open about drinking in front of your kids? I mean, like, I know we all talk about bringing our kids to breweries, and we're just, like, drinking beer, like, the whole time. Like, like Lily looks at orange juice in her picture books and says beer. It's, like, kind of wild. So do you think that's, like, widespread, or do you think we're just, like, the alky parents? We're just a bunch of belligerent parents. No, no, man. We're what we're doing is normalizing drinking. We don't want them responsibly. We don't want them to go, them to go of crazy. Our kids. Yeah, we don't want them to go crazy when they go to college. We're we're doing this for them, Ryan. You are doing your kids a favor by dragging them to all fifty <laughs> plus like breweries crazy. in Houston area. <laughs> I, I do think there is something to that. I think normalizing it and not making it such a weird thing is is going to be helpful when they start messing with it and they're not just going to like go buck wild we, we joke about it but i honestly think, think it's going to be healthier in the long run all right so i think we need to get into the, the dad segment so i had a couple ideas about today's episode that i want to get into and one of those ideas is the things that dads say because dads like when you become a dad you start saying things different you start doing things differently. And there's always things that are like, oh man, that's such a dad joke or that's a dad phrase. And so the first question on the round table is, do you remember any specific things that your dad said that was, that was weird that sticks with you? And it, have you adopted any of those with your kids? No. Next question. <laughs> so, I think we're going to find out by the end of this episode that Adam's not sure that he has a dad. <laughs> Uh, no next question please was it 23 and me what was it called <laughs> the the only big one that i can think of is is oh, we played sports like tons of sports growing up and he used to always just say like the more you practice the luckier you get and that's like the one thing that i can think of besides like he, he's listened to oldies in the car and he knew like every single word to every single oldie song and he'd do like these hokey sing-along type tunes i don't know Interesting. Those are the only two things I can think of. So when I think about my dad, like early in my childhood, I actually have like a really odd memory. Okay. So like as long as I can remember, my dad had a beard. And like I remember one day I came home and he shaved it all off and he had a he had like this big ass balls deep intense mustache. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Selleck. Yeah, it's like all you you just looked at him, all you could see was that big ass mustache. And I remember like seeing his face and like me and my sister like couldn't stop laughing when we looked at him because we thought his <laughs> chin looked like a butt. And that's like that's like one of my like most vivid memories. <laughs> was this the, was this the year 1986? <laughs> That's that's the year the original Top Gun came out. Oh yeah, 
He was a great dad, by the way. Like, not to not to discredit any of his fathering. You're your alleged father. <laughs> oh man! So obviously, like I, my family, uh, because I had this topic. Obviously, I had a lot of material here. My dad, like, has the most bizarre phrases that he said. He still says to this day to like the grandkids, and it's like little bits and pieces from like people. Like his football coach in high school from old movies from like the 80s and random stuff. And I don't even know where he comes from. Some of them I think he just makes up. But uh, I was texting my sister today. I was like, what are some of the ones that like she remembered? And uh, so the one that I always think is funny is like when he's watching football, his football coach, I guess, if like the, if, if they were playing shitty, like he'd be like, sorry, you make the whole field stink. So if he's watching football, like that always comes out every time. That is really weird. Yeah. I'm telling you, it gets weirder. Just wait. He also, every time he gets a front row parking spot, like anywhere, he says, that's me in the front row. Last one I had. So like when it was bedtime, there was a, apparently a movie that had uh, Ronald Reagan in it because Ronald Reagan was apparently an actor. And he'd always say, it's it's bedtime for Bonzo. Apparently Bonzo was a, was a monkey, like a chimpanzee. And so these are, uh, these are the phrases I remember. And obviously, it's not entertaining, Adam, at all. I am very sorry for your pathetic <laughs> childhood. This, this explains a lot. <laughs> it's all it's all coming to fruition now. I'm now it all makes sense when your daughter comes and spends the night at our at our house. Why she's begging me to give her good fatherhood advice sta- statements statements. <laughs> <laughs> Or just silence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, don't call me Bonzo, Mr. Adam. <laughs> All right. So first off, fuck y'all. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> since I had a feeling that y'all would not come prepared with good content in this area, I ask the internet what their memorable dad phrases that they had growing up. So are y'all ready to hear some of those? Or Ryan, did you have something that you wanted to ins- insert in there first? Well, it's not one that I remember from growing up, but it's one that my dad has added to his repertoire since not that I don't remember when he added it. It wasn't too long ago, but he now calls the pullout drawer in the fridge his beer crisper, like the vegetable drawer. I think it's he got a, he got a magnet on the fridge that says people keep putting vegetables in my beer crisper. So now he just calls it the beer crisper. That's always amusing. Ooh, nice. All right. Since y'all didn't have like the honor of getting lots of random dad comments like I did. I'll I'll read you some from the internet. So one of them, excuses are like assholes. We all have them and they all stink. That's that's a motivational speech by this person's (laughs) dad. That is a classic. Yeah. Um, Just using the term grown-up zone. Like, you know, this is the grown-up zone. I could see that saying that to my kids. Close the door. You're letting the AC out. That's legit. Yeah. That's that's classic. That's an all-timer for sure. Because I said so. Classic first ballot, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, <laughs> that's a generational statement. Drive fast, take chances. Like that dad said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll save that for the after episode on on who the identity of all these are, and then uh, does your face hurt? It's killing me. <laughs> And then, oh, so so Adam's dad chimed in. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn! Oh uh, fuck y'all! <laughs> I, I kind of know. I'm thinking that the uh, the test may come out okay because I'm seeing a butt chin over here. 
Hey, (laughs) conference in my dad. Conference him in. We'll have him shave his fucking beard and we'll get to the bottom of this. See if it's generational. So since y'all didn't have ones from your childhood, do you have any ones, any statements that you've either made up or picked up that you say to your kids all the time? I think we need to bring our kids on and ask them. Ask them. Yeah. (laughs) I did that today. You did? I interviewed my kids. Had you warned me about the agenda, I I would have interviewed my kids and came prepared. I sent you a bulleted agenda today. Uh, It must have gotten lost in my... My uh, junk mail. Lily doesn't really have conversations at this point. I just say no a lot and say, come here, please, a lot. Although, actually, when she says, there's one thing I've started saying a lot, is whenever she pulls a toy, when I try to take a toy and she pulls it back and she says, no, mine, I say, actually, I paid for it. It's mine. And and what did she say back to you? uh, She just starts crying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. That that took a dark turn there. (laughs) so i'm big on the uh counting down like that's that's probably the most commonly used thing is like carver three two and they don't want to know does does it work he does not want to know what happens if i get to one (laughs) (laughs) that worked on my first kid and it i think the other two like gained resistance to it. it it yeah it did work but besides the saying the dad's sayings is there like weird like quirks about how you act that come come from your dad? Like I'll, I'll I'll give the example why I bring that up is my dad was super weird about turning off any light that's not actively being used. So he'd like come be like, oh, what are you guys doing? And then they'd see like the outside light was on, and be like, can you turn off that light? You know, like stuff like that. Do you guys do any weird quirks like that? Because I'm I, I carried that over too. I'm turning off lights constantly. So I am what I would call the light Nazi. At my house. So not only do I turn off the lights, but after working from home during COVID, I realized how much the lights are on while I'm gone. And I set <laughs> triggers to turn the lights off every three hours. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the most dad thing I've heard from you. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how like we have all those smart switches in our houses and we have that... Uh, Claire home app or whatever yeah. so every three hours all the lights in my house turn off it's like well during day like from like 8 a.m to like 4 p.m and it's like when i was during covid i was like these fucking lights are on all the time no one's ever home and it's bright out and we have these big ass windows and none of the lights need to be on <laughs> But now, like, I'll be like, make I'll work from home like someday, and like the lights will turn off, and I'll be like making coffee. I'll be like, son of a bitch, why are these lights <laughs> turning off? <laughs> I, I think this episode is pivoting into how we have transformed ourselves into the stereotypical dad, yeah. and, and I think Adam just gave a great example of that. <laughs> so, Ryan, to answer your question, like the things that I carried over, like. My dad has all these goofy sayings and I can't pretend like I don't do all that. I do dumb accents. Like my daughter and I read Harry Potter every night and I do all the accents of the characters. That's like the favorite thing of the day. But uh, I asked my kids, like, what do I say? And my phrase was something that I just completely 
freaking made up one day. They said, are, are you serious? And I said, I'm serious as a ham sandwich. And I, now I say it as a joke because they like died laughing the first time I said it. So like, I just say random stupid stuff like that in the house. So I, I, my dad and I share that in common as we, we latch onto a phrase and we overuse it for like the rest of our life. I would imagine there is some stupid fucking saying like that. Maybe not as stupid as you're saying, but there's, I wouldn't expect it to be. Yeah. Something like that. I would like to interview my daughter. That's a good episode idea. Let's bring Let's on the kids. bring on. All right. So I'm going to cut in real quick because my oldest daughter, after we recorded, reminded me of something that I do all the time that's a total dad move. Vivi, would you like to tell the listeners what that is? Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Daddy does dad tax where he takes some of my food and he says dad tax. Is it just your food or do I take other stuff too? You take other stuff. Like what? Like like my dessert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. My oldest daughter, Kinley Rose, Hi. has joined us in the lab <laughs> where we record the Beer Nain Easy podcast. Say hi to everyone, Kinley. Hi. Okay, so Kinley, we're doing a dad episode. So what is the daddest thing I say or do? I think the daddest thing you you said once was like, if if I have a cupcake, you usually say, I don't think you like it, but that you know I do like it. And then another one is, you, when I'm eating something, you say, let me make sure it's safe. Oh, so I'm being very responsible and making sure things are safe yeah, right. before I let you eat them. <laughs> So on that dad transformation topic, I think there's also things that people pick up as dad hobbies. And uh, I think of at least some person on this podcast that has picked up a very dad hobby. Is that that something you're willing to to talk (laughs) about, Adam? Let's (laughs) let's bring it on down. He has created a Facebook page called uh, Adam's Custom Wood. Adam's (laughs) Custom Hardwood. (laughs) <laughs> Adam's a woodworker now. I don't think you can call it just that. That's it's more of a lifestyle that I've taken on. <laughs> it's a personality trait. It's that's mainly my primary job. My secondary job is working in the plant. And uh, the, the hold on, uh, hold on. Before you say anything else, <laughs> your cutting board is at stake. So I want you to think very closely. If I want this custom before, custom, if, before you want this custom cutting board, oh, that's I want you. That's so sweet. I want you to understand what's at stake. All I was going to say about the hobby was that I think when a dad picks up a new hobby, there's a couple things that are common. One of them, the hobby is normally solitary. And the second one is that it's normally something that your kids can't help you with. Is that not a fair statement that it's to get some quiet time? Uh, I think there's a third statement and it involves pulsating hardwood. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, how about you? What is your dad transformation story? Well, actually, so some of my dad transformation happened before I was even a dad. I mean, it's a typical young guy thing, but I, I got a smoker and got like really into smoking meats for a while. And then my smoker crapped out and I never replaced it. And then Lily was born. But my new thing is 
I'm now diving deep into the grass, like my yard. And I'm like, I dug up a chunk of my yard to check the dirt. And I'm like, really like getting into like, how can I make this grass? Like awesome. <laughs> that's, that's my latest little venture. So I, I think, um, being really into your lawn is probably the number one dad, uh, trait. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And like even me, like I outsource it, and I'm still into assessing. My You're mom. invested in making sure it looks good, though. Oh, I yeah, and I'm like, I'm like the guy that my lawn company fucking hates. It's like, hey, there's this weed or this yellow spot in the yard. What's up? Yeah, actually, I looked up the local extension office and saw how much it was going to cost, and looked at the form for sending in a soil sample to get it tested. I'm like, I'm all in. Drew, I think we would be remiss if you didn't talk about your woodworking wannabe with the... Uh... So the Pinewood Derby was the most recent thing. So my my daughter, so, you know, Cub Scouts is, uh, you know, has boys and girls in it now. And so my daughter is in Cub Scouts and there was the uh, Pinewood Derby. And I feel like I really ramped up into dad mode at that moment because I'm like, okay, I'm building a car with my daughter and like hell, is she going to come in last in this thing? I mean, like, is there any dad that's like, hey, it's okay. You can make this yourself and you can bomb out. Like, I don't know. Like, that's against all my dad instincts. So I definitely was looking up the YouTube videos. I was looking at the schematics. I was at Hobby Lobby buying the custom weights. And uh, we did all right. So here Drew is on the podcast making fun of my woodworking. I get a desperation knock on my door begging for my woodworking tools i mean everyone's out for adam's uh custom hardwood <laughs> <laughs> this is where i really want to get into you since y'all stories are not as funny as i thought they would be they are legendary legendary stories we are going to talk about some scenarios here and so i'm going to ask y'all a question of like what the proper dad phrase is in this scenario and you have to get it right and i'll be the the judge jury and executioner here so you go into a restaurant you see another dad that you know in that restaurant or a public place what do you say to that dad when you see him don't just let anyone in here fuck yes adam adam <laughs> for the win on that one sorry ryan you were too slow <laughs> i no, yeah there's nothing i can do to top that <laughs> All right. Thank you, TikTok. That's, that's I, it. That's that. Yeah. Question number two: What is the correct response when another dad insults your lawn? Fight, <laughs> fight, punch <laughs> him in the face, turn him to the ground. <laughs> I, I, I got this. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, oh, don't worry. It's part of my process. I'm revitalizing it. Ooh, no, that, no, get a can of gasoline, yeah. <laughs> pour it all over his lawn and his house and light it on fire. What is the icebreaker that you use if you're trying to meet a new dad? You're How's gonna... your lawn doing? Okay, lawn, what do you got, Ryan? Dude, so I'm, I'm a little triggered right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lily was three or four months old when COVID hit. And so I feel like my dad's small talk like never developed. And now we're like, you know, out and like, I mean, it's been a year since we've lived out in the burbs, but going to playgrounds and stuff, you always have to like small talk with the parents. 
and I like never developed that at a young age. So like I'm trying to build that up right now. So uh, I I need this this segment. <laughs> you <laughs> need was- to come. You need to come down here to the burbs and really see what it's like. So there's you can talk about your tools. You can talk about your lawn. And you can talk about beer. Those are basically those are basically the three categories. I think those are all great categories. But yeah. the one I typically use is I stay silent and I wait for my wife to introduce me to someone else. <laughs> then you're like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, I basically. You're all, like, you're all awkward. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, sometimes... Like the dad stuff. Well, hold on. There's there's a fourth category at play, and I'm just reaching that now. And this is your kids' sporting events. You talk about how they're going to be the next, the next big deal. Okay. So and granted that that my kids have gotten my genes. It's a very common topic that comes up, and many other people who see my kids play sports, they. They come up to me and they say, oh, they must have gotten their excellence from you. So when you said that, the only thing I could think of is them being completely engulfed by the size of your jeans. <laughs> I Dad think joke. about other attributes. But Dad joke. To <laughs> each his own. So I actually thought of like, while I was sitting here, I thought of two of the things I fall back on because Lily, when we're at the playground, always insists on listening to music on my phone. So it always devolves into conversation about Disney movies that they're into and what Disney music is the best. So the the other thing that that I've started to fall back on is uh, if you go to like, you know, all the kids, they're like birthday parties like every single weekend. So you, you're at one and you're around people that like, you know, but you don't know that well. And you're like, I don't know what to talk about. Um, I've started asking people about like their coolers and what they think about it and tell them I'm like thinking about getting a new one. And people love to talk about their coolers so i felt i found that's a great one Ooh, that is a pretty good dad that's a good one but i have a i have a question just to assess the degree of your desperation are you really considering getting a new cooler so funny enough i wasn't but the last outdoor party we were at my wife was opening the cooler and the zipper like split and i thought i could just she's like oh the zipper messed up and i thought i could just pop it back on track but it turns out it was straight up like busted and I couldn't fix it. So I actually am now in the market for a new cooler. All right. The fourth and final question. If your kid comes up to you and they said, I'm hungry, what is the correct dad response? Hi, hungry. I'm dad. And that is the winning comment. Adam, how did you lose Son that? of a bitch. So I got to admit that. We were blabbing so long that I forgot the rules of the game. And so I I just thought you were blabbing your normal bullshit. And so I, to be honest, I, I phased out. I, I wasn't listening. And so had I known that we were playing the game again, I would have nailed that in two fucking seconds. Tops. Maybe less. That's a likely story. So this 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 brings up a, an interesting topic I want to ask you guys about. Speaking of zoning out with... I shouldn't phrase it like this. Have you ever guys, have you guys ever gotten in trouble where there's a lot of commotion going on? The kids playing, the wife's asking you questions and you're like trying to acknowledge your song. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you answer yes to a question you didn't realize you were answering yes to. And it comes back to bite you in the ass. Every day of my life. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> 
Not one second of my life. I got accused of checking out today, so um, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, I got I got in trouble today because apparently yesterday I committed to a vacation that I didn't even check my schedule for. <laughs> I could one up you on that. I agreed on a vacation that I actually am working that weekend and I don't know what I was smoking when I agreed to that. So, uh, cheers to that, sir. <laughs> we both got in trouble for the exact same trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why we have a podcast together. <laughs> I wonder if they collaborated. They were like, I'm going to send the kids in, have them fucking fight with each other. Right on top of their dad. And then I'm going to run in. I'm going to ask him a question. He'll say yes. And then we'll be locked in. Are you saying that they planned this so that Ryan and I intentionally could not go on the vacation so that they could go on a girl's no, trip? No. Well, that... Uh, and then they could be like, we would fund a girl's trip. And they're, uh, I'm about to just start saying yes because I sound out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I want to thank you for listening to our father's day episode and want to thank adam for gracing us with his presence today i think we learned today that being a dad is the second hardest job out there in the world second being a mom so adam you got anything to say to close us out today it's been a pleasure being part of the inaugural father's day episode and i couldn't be happier to be part of this episode you can agree or disagree with some of our parenting texts, but either way, don't hate on our dad pod. You can agree or disagree with our parenting approach, but if you disagree, you're fucking wrong. You couldn't let Ryan close, could you? <laughs> <laughs> it's in my blood, bitches. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. This has been a Bearing Ain't Easy production out of Houston, Texas. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook or at our website at crossthestreamsmedia.com where you can find our podcast and all the other great sister podcasts on our network. been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast. So while you while you were on mute, Drew used the word pulsation, pulsation. in his oh, everyday what? language, and so I convinced God. myself I'm going to have to find a way to use pulsation somewhere. Are you going to have to insert that into the podcast? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For sure.